Hallelujah. And we're going to start at the 34th verse. And we're going to bring you up. Hallelujah. The angel appeared to Mary, just like the angel Gabriel appeared to Zachariah. But Mary, her experience was not like Zachariah's because Mary knew about Abraham and Elizabeth, but Sarah, Abraham and Sarah, Mary knew about that. But they was married. Everybody was married. And here is the angel appearing unto her. Now, she didn't hear it about the Messiah is coming. But how many know when you hear about something and you recognize, now God is calling you to do it. Hallelujah. And you didn't saw other people do stuff. But now God is calling you to be a leader. Hallelujah. And so Mary start questioning the angel because she was saying, how in the world this could be? How could it be that I can have a son or be pregnant and I'm not married yet? You know, I'm engaged. And engaged in them days, well, and uh, when you ask somebody to marry you and you agree, then you can't be going off with somebody else and having two or three on the side and going on with your flesh. All right? Because some people do that. They have a room that rendezvous. And then they have this, um, this party, this bride they have this, this come on son help me preach this they have this bachelor party doing stuff you know and bring naked women and everything in but mary was true to her faith she knew about god and god had chose her and so the angels come and told her highly favored mary highly favored you are highly favored Glory to God. Hallelujah. Among women, you are highly favored. Well, she wondered what is this salute all about? But then he began to get into it. He began to tell her that the son that's going to be coming to her, hallelujah, was going to be the son of God. Hallelujah. It was his son. So it wasn't going to be done in the natural. Now we're going to look and we're going to read this. Hallelujah. And we're going to start at the 34th verse. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit is coming up on you. And the power of the higher going to overshadow you. And therefore, also that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of God. Hallelujah. Now, indeed. Somebody pregnant, a little pregnant more than you. Hallelujah. Your relatives has conceded a son in her old age. And now is the sixth month for her who was bearing. Six months pregnant. She was six months. Hallelujah. But see, that same day, Mary got pregnant. 
That same day, while he was speaking, have you thought about it? She was overshadowed with the Holy Ghost at that very moment. Hallelujah. Because she said, do it unto me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your relatives also conceived a son in an old age. But my favorite scripture is, for with God, for with God, hallelujah. That's when I want to preach on this. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing. God take nothing. He enjoyed taking nothing and making something out of it. Hallelujah. That's who we serve. He enjoyed doing that. Glory to God. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Because when I think about, for with God nothing, it will be impossible. Then I rejoice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then Mary said, behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to give you all our objective. I don't have a lot it down in here. And I did, praise God. The Lord is so good. Thank you, Jesus. I don't want to run off without it. <laughs> the Lord is good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I don't see it right now. But anyway, the objective is that we are challenged. We are challenged, Holy Spirit, they, 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 they own it back there, to challenge you to apply the force of faith to problems, to, to, to the promise and to situations. Amen. Glory to God. The promise, God moved, the promise, glory to God, and the promise that God made. And the second one is to take God's word and believe it for the impossible miracle. Taking God's word and believing it for the things that the doctors say that is no cure. Taking God, taking those things that you didn't got a report that is nothing gonna happen. Taking those things, God can put you back into the same place. Hallelujah. And the third one is to have faith for healing and deliverance. We made it real short for you today. Glory to God. Because the first one is dealing with your problems and it's dealing with your promise and it's dealing and you, it's a challenge, a challenge. You're going to go through some suffering. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're going to face some challenge. Hallelujah. So you got to get ready for that. Glory to God. But thanks be to God. Hallelujah. We've been uh, increasing our faith. And now we've been walking out on faith on things that we was letting lie dormant. God have gave you a vision. He gave you something. Hallelujah. If you don't see yourself, you got to see yourself doing it. Glory to God. And then you got to ask God for not just that normal stuff. You got to ask God to clean up some stuff. Hallelujah. And I, if you can faith it, and he will give us the faith to do it. Glory to God. Because faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not even seen. You can call that what's in heaven already finished. Already finished. It's already finished. 
Hallelujah. Now, Mary, in this text here, Mary was going to go through some heavy stuff. Hallelujah. And Mary said yes, even though she was going to be ridiculed. Coming up pregnant without a husband yeah. and saying that you was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost. Mary went off, went off, because the angel told her that her cousin was six months pregnant. So Mary got ready, and she went off, and she went to see Elizabeth. And it's something that's serious. She believed the impossible. Yeah. So she went to see Elizabeth. And you know, if she was six months, and Mary stayed three months, so she was three months pregnant when she came back. Now imagine you're three months pregnant, unless you're real little, you, it, it's something going to start happening with your stomach. And so Joseph, Joseph found out, and Joseph found this out, that Mary was pregnant. He loved her so much that he was going to put her away privately. Because if he told the people about this and, and the law, she would be stoned because she then went out on him. And so... But God, but Joseph was a, 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 a husband. He was a just man, not wanting to make her a public example, was mindful to put her away secretly. But when he thought about doing all of these things, behold, and you will find that in, in Matthew, the first chapter in around the 18th verse, that um, the angel, appeared to him and he appeared to him in a dream now mind me that when uh, um, Mary the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary he appeared to Mary can you imagine and she was scared but she was gonna have to carry that baby so she's gonna have to have some sure enough assurance that God had called her to do this thing that she would be willing and the only respond was she had faith the angel encouraged her faith so now look at here Mary you ain't got to go and marry nobody say this is God's son he finna do it by the spirit he gonna pregnate you by the spirit you ain't read this but you done heard that the Messiah is coming He's on his way. He's coming. Now you are the one that's going to carry the Messiah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the angels told her, said, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. With God, God took nothing. In the beginning, he took nothing. He took nothing. It was void in the beginning. And he spoke. And as he spoke, it come to pass. God can take nothing. He can come for nothing. How come we don't want to deal with the drunk and with the dope addict? God said, I take nothing. How come we don't want to deal with our children? Hallelujah. That's sinning. 
that been trained right. Training ain't going to do it. Hallelujah. They're going to have to get a Jesus. Glory to God. And he can take nothing and make something out of it. Like he did Abraham. He took a nothing and made something out of it. Abraham was dead. Mary, uh, uh, Sarah was dead. I don't know why I'm mixing them women up today. But Sarah was dead. Hallelujah. They could not produce. Glory to God. And so it don't matter how old you are. If you are faith in it, are you really faith in it? Let me tell you a testimony. I was having girls. But I wanted a child. I wanted a son. I wanted a son. Not that I wasn't appreciative of the God blessing me with the girls. Because they were healthy. And they was good. And do you know, the father always gravitate to the daughters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Them this is little princess. See what I'm saying? And that's the same way my husband was. You know. I think I was more asking God more, I really was, than he was. He was just enjoying every girl came in. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's what's good because he loved children. Yeah. Hallelujah. I love my children. It wasn't nothing like on them, but I had to pray. I said, Lord, I want him to have a child with his name on it. <laughs> Hallelujah. And God knew that one day he was going to be gone, and God granted that, but it was through some situations. I was reading when my third child was born, Sarah. I was reading about Sarah, and, um, and, I, think, and I was asking my husband if we have a boy, since he have a biblical name, could it be Amos? He said, no, 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 no. Give him his own name if you have a boy. Well, we had a girl. Hallelujah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl. Then the Lord sent me in the room where this lady had a boy. But I wasn't so disappointed. I thank God that she had her toes, her hands and her toes, and, and she could walk and she could move. You know what I'm saying? She could just, you know, be a baby. Hallelujah. Glory to God and healthy. But I kept on praying. Glory to God. I kept on praying. Thank God. Hallelujah. And it looked like they was coming quick. And I'm pregnant again. And I said, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that it's not like my first children, my first two daughters. Um, they could have been born. They was born in the same month. And they could have been born on the same day. I said, please, Jesus, don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. <laughs> Don't let that happen. So, my oldest daughter is the 17th of September, and my second daughter is uh, September of 26. Come on, I got to get that thing good. But God gave me just a few days, just a few days, He let me slide in. Come on, I wasn't, I hadn't gave my heart to God then. You know, when I was very, very small, very, very young, the Lord saved me, but nobody helped cultivate me. That made a difference. I wasn't cultivated. Hallelujah. And then, but I always, and even when I would play church and play house with us friends, 
I went to this Church of God in Christ church, and and um, and I was, you know, we was laughing because the older women was like they was young women. They was getting down, and we was just kind of laughing. And Mama looked back there like that. But anyway, and so when we got home, and we was playing house, and we was playing church, and we began to shout. And we began to praise, and I began to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And the more I said, Jesus, uh, 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 a spirit of anointing was coming on me, Jesus, Jesus. I said, who, who, who? I was really feeling like Shirley Caesar said, you know, when she was outside out behind the house, I had something like that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I went on, and I got baptized, but nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened to, you know, it happened, but nobody cultivated me. And so I just lost it. Hallelujah. But God keep his promises. God brought me back. And when I look at Joseph and how God blessed Joseph, this was a challenging thing. But God blessed Joseph. God gave Joseph the dream. Every move that this baby had to go through, God blessed it. Hallelujah. Sometimes we are challenged to walk on what God promised you. But Jesus was the promised Messiah. And it was challenging for Mary. But she told how this was going to happen. He told her how. So he encouraged her faith. Hallelujah. And then Mary risked her reputation. Look, Mary risked her reputation. They carried this baby. People was going to talk about her. Hallelujah. When you obey God, there's somebody don't like you to obey God. There's somebody going to talk about you. Hallelujah. I remember when God paid my house off. Glory to God, a 30-year mortgage in five years. Hallelujah. I would think that people would be happy for me. Oh, no, they weren't happy for me. Uh-uh. What happened? What happened? And who you thought, but you know gossip gets back. Gossip get back because some people love to tell it. They want to tell you what they should have said themselves. It get back. Hallelujah. It get back. How come God did this for you? Hallelujah. But no, some things you are doing behind the door. Hallelujah. And God is getting ready to give you that miracle. God chose her. Adopt Mary's attitude. Submit to the plan and the future that God will is in your life. And then respond. How do you respond? By obedience. By doing what God told you to do. He come by your house. He come by your temple. He spoke directly to you. There is a job that God don't give you unless he talk to you. He don't give it through the preacher. He don't give it through your parents. He give it to you. Hallelujah. Because you're going to have to stand before him. Hallelujah. So if we want to increase and we want God to reveal his will to us, then we got to be ready to be obedient. You got to believe what God says. What is God saying? Mary obeyed. She believed 
what God was saying. Hallelujah. And she followed God. Hallelujah. Now it come to pass. He was praying in a certain place. Now we're going to talk about how Jesus began to help people, began to go out. Mary initially started Jesus off with the miracle. And she, he obeyed her. He obeyed her. He did exactly what she said. But he told her, it ain't time. It ain't time. But see, Mary knew that Jesus came as the Messiah. And he's able to do it. Even when she had to question that I don't have a man. Even when Sarah had the problem of laughing because she was 90-some years old and her husband was 100, and she began to laugh. But he laughed first. Remember, he laughed first. But it was something about her laugh. She had a doubtful laugh. Could this be laugh? And God told her, is there anything too hard for God? This year, it's a season of time of answers. See, sometimes we want God to do things right now. But I want to tell you, it's a season of answers. It's a season that you go through. This ain't going to last long. Devil may form things, but it don't prosper. Hallelujah. It don't prosper. And so it was a season, impossible, unnatural things. So we have to take this word. We got to believe this word like Mary did. Then we got to take God's word by believing for the impossible, the supernatural. God gave me this year about... The supernatural change in the glory. This is the year of the supernatural change. This is the year that the supernatural going to be continually flow. But you got to set an atmosphere for the supernatural. What is the atmosphere in here this day? It's the atmosphere of healing. It's the atmosphere of deliverance. It's the atmosphere of correcting your mind. That's the atmosphere that's up in here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You ain't got to stay with this. If something got all mixed up in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, God is here to do the impossible. Hallelujah. They ain't got to send you nowhere. God can do it. Hallelujah. Do you believe God can do it? It's the impossible with God, with God, with God. And if you can't believe it, we can ask God to give us his kind of faith. Oh, shall they say God? Glory to God. We can ask for that. Hallelujah. Until you can see yourself totally through, totally over. That's with God. Nothing shall be impossible supernaturally. Glory to God. What do supernatural mean? Outside, beyond the normal law of nature. Who can go over nature? 
They didn't want him healing on the Sabbath day. But he healed and he told them to pick up your bed and run with it. As they say, get that bed up out of here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God can take your wheelchair, throw it over in the corner. Glory to God. But you got to believe it. Hallelujah. You got to believe it. You got to walk out on faith. Glory to God. Just sitting there thinking it's going to happen. You got to take a risk. You got to take a risk. Mary took the risk. Hallelujah. You got to be willing to suffer. You got to be willing to die. To die to self. Because most of the time, that's what's that's what happening. That's what's happening. We don't want to die to ourselves. Oh, no. But we got to be willing to die. I'm praying that God is helping somebody right now. Hallelujah. That you will produce this healing. That today, you won't walk out of that door. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you will leave God and stand up and walk with it. Our prayer life is the thing that's going to produce that supernatural. Jesus is the example of operating in the supernatural. Remember that everything, the word says, that everything is done, it's already finished. At the beginning, hallelujah, it was finished. Glory to God. Jesus had already died on the cross in Genesis. And then it had to be unfolded. And then God pictured, he showed people like Isaiah of what's going to happen to Jesus on down, on down to crucifixion. Hallelujah. And this Messiah is coming to set us free. Hallelujah. Are we glad that we're free today? Is there anything too hard for God? Hallelujah. But when we look at man, hallelujah. With men, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. See, flesh, men have flesh, and men can't do it. Hallelujah. But God can use me. Glory to God. That's what he's doing today. He's using me to build your faith up. No matter what problem you have, even our young people, you have problems, and, and, and you you can't understand a problem or a situation. Go to the maker. The maker made you. He know your brain. He can fix it. He can help you to learn. Hallelujah. If you don't know how to learn, then the Holy Spirit will show you how to learn. Hallelujah. He will captivate it. He will keep it for you. How, who you think keep our, our learning? Hallelujah. It's all about God. He the one bring us to our mind. It's about God. Hallelujah. He made you. Hallelujah. Some of you is real smart. Real smart. Hallelujah. And you better give God some glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You better be glad that you got your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That possible thing. That possible thing. That thing that happened. Glory to God. Because with God, hallelujah, all things are possible. But with flesh. So no matter what the doctor done told you. No matter what, you didn't stand up. Hallelujah. This thing may fall, but it don't prosper. And how do you make it prosper? Hallelujah. The thing that fall. With reason. With reason. Hallelujah. Reason is given for a reason. But it is unbelief. We got to reason this thing out. 
We got to figure it out. Your mind can't figure this out. Hallelujah. You just got to receive it in. Glory to God. Because figuring it out ain't working. Hallelujah. Two plus two don't mean two plus two. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When God get through, he fixes it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That, that's, that's the enemy of our faith is unbelief. Glory to God. When God's faith and his word is in our mouth, it's the same as it is his mouth. So what I'm saying, if you put God's faith, God's faith in your mouth, God's word in your mouth, it is just like it's coming out of his mouth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. I thank him. God gave Abraham some dynamic faith. Hallelujah. And we see that in Romans 4, 2 and 20. Glory. God gave Abraham some dynamic faith. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Romans 4 and 20 and 21, that's what I'm reading. But unbelief, but was strengthened in his faith. And what strengthened him in his faith, he began to give God some glory. He gave God some glory, and he didn't even have it then. But he gave God some glory. Why are you sitting up waiting to praise God when you get it in your hand? Are you sitting up waiting on it? No, that's too late. Glory to God. He was confident. Hallelujah. Being fully convinced that he's able, that he, he had promised, he also able to perform it. Look who promised you this. Just look who promised it to you. Look, 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 look. And the Lord said, we ain't got to sell it for bad knees. We don't have to sell it for bad mind. We don't have to sell it for broke down stuff. Hallelujah. When you look around, hallelujah, God have brought you from a mighty long ways. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I got to tell this. Glory to God. <laughs> Pastor David told me he pulled out a testimony. And I said, you know, I wouldn't have thought about that testimony because he said it's Sunday. But he said, I want you to tell it. Hallelujah. <laughs> I want you to tell it. Yes, I had a tumor. Whoa, he said. Hallelujah. And this tumor was just like the lady with the issue of blood. Hallelujah. And I had to have surgery. I went to two doctors, and they gave their opinion. They gave their diagnosis. So I had to have surgery. And I needed blood. And they said if this keep going on, it was going to give me heart problems or a heart attack because I was just losing this blood. And the tumor was bigger than a grapefruit. So I was trying, I'm not a person that has such a big stomach, but it looked like I was carrying a baby around, okay? And it was the tumor. It was the fibroid tumor. So they had to give surgery to help my life. Because when you're losing blood, it's about your life. And, um, and then I talked to God. I said, Lord, how in the world is I'm going to have surgery and you just starting a church in me? I said, I'm going to be laying in the bed and the members, what they're going to be doing? Because you didn't call in to found it. 
you called me. And I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And so we always fast. We always fast. And we was on a 40-day fast as a church. Hallelujah. And it wasn't just, it was like a Daniel fast. Different ones went on different things and everything. But anyway, the Lord told me in the five days to stricken it up in the end, to stricken it up. But even before I did this fasting as a church, the Lord showed me that I was going to be healed by the power of God. I was going to be healed by the power of God. I had a vision going into the drugstore or the performances. I had a vision going in there to get my medicine. And in there, I got healed in the store. And I began to shout and praise God and glorify God because I've been healed by the power of God. Hallelujah. I pictured it. God showed me a picture that is already done. Hallelujah. But he still had to walk it out to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, mind me, they got all the x-rays. They got all the stuff I need. Remind me that that's the doctors. Two of them had it. Two. And God blessed. And on that fast, close to the end of them five days of a 40-day fast, I love water. And so I had a tub full of it. And that's to sit and relax. You know how we ladies like to do. But anyway, got sick as I could. Sick. And I said, Lord, I said to myself, if I slide down here, the children was upstairs. And some of them weren't even at home. I said, if I slide down here, I'm going to drown. It was enough water to drown me. But I managed by the grace of God. And I was feeling weak. I managed to get out of the tub. Sit on the stool. Go to my bedroom. And lay it out. And the Holy Spirit said, I just gave you surgery. I just gave you surgery. So when you go to the doctor, don't tell them nothing. Don't tell them nothing. Let them find. God shrinked up the tumor. He left a sign of what he did. Yes, yes, yes. All right. But it wasn't there no more. Yes. My stomach went down. Everything yes. went down. Now, mind me, you got to hold out. You got to hold out and you got to believe. You just can't just, you know, but you got to hold out and believe. Yes. So I held out and I believed and God blessed it. And the doctor, when I went to the doctor, and it was coming time for me, I was supposed to be going to get the blood, you know, my children going to the Red Cross to get blood and everything. So the doctor examined me and he examined me. He examined me. And so I was just laying there. And then he said, did, did, did we give you some medicine? I said, no, you said it wasn't no medicine. And then he kept on examining me. He said, uh, he said, I said, doctor, God told me to tell you 
to let you see that I've been healed. Don't say nothing to you, but let you see for yourself. I've been healed by the power of God. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, and this, my, my, my doctor was a pastor's son, but it wasn't living right. He said, this is like Moses' day. He, he went to the word. And then they said, yeah, this is like now, Jesus' day. But, you know, I didn't say nothing. But <laughs> and he kept on examining me. He kept on examining me, and he didn't see nothing. And I said, this is by God. I said, the Lord healed me. I said, because this church is getting ready to go up, and uh, I ain't got time to be laying in no bed and going to surgery and all this stuff. And God healed me. Because I've been asking him to heal me for a long time. I didn't want no surgery. I didn't want them cutting on me. And so he healed me. And I thank him. Glory to God for a purpose. And not only did he heal me, he said, I make you 10 years younger. That's the reason when I tell y'all my age, and then I tell y'all my young age. Hallelujah. I'm 10 years younger. And people keep telling me that. Hallelujah. Because they don't know my natural age. Glory to God. But I know God promised me 10 years younger to do what I got to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know when the end going to be, but I'm going to still work, honey. I'm going to work. Hallelujah. I'm going to inspire the old folks. Uh, glory to God who think there's retirement in Jesus. It is not no retirement in Jesus. No. Not in Jesus. You may stop working out there on that job, but you ain't retiring in Christ. That's right. Hallelujah. When you come from that job, you should have more to do yeah. and places to go yeah. to convince somebody that Jesus saved and he saved every day. Yeah. I'm telling you. And when I come out of the room, the doctor told me in the room, he said, pray for me. And when I come out of the room and I knew that this money that I was going to have to pay at the office. He brought that down. Hallelujah. And then when I was giving the money, and everybody out there could hear and everything, he said, don't forget to pray for me. I'm telling you, all of that went down, and it was documented. Hallelujah. So God got documented miracles up in here. Hallelujah. God got some documented miracles up in here. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. You, it's a miracle. Yeah. Not catching it. Glory. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Having faith and having faith to deliver. Since every since the curse have come. Since Adam and Eve was in the garden and they sinned. We needed Jesus. We needed Jesus. We needed the cross. We needed Jesus to pay us back. We needed that. Suffering. We're going to go through some stuff. Jesus went through. But we ain't got to suffer and be sinners. Because his stripes, his stripes, he is our resource. For every dimension of healing, whatever we need. We see the woman 
with the issue of blood, the record. And we see this in Matthew, Mark 5, 24, 24 to 34. The record of many who was healed, but this persistence, she was healed by her persistence. Yes. She kept pushing. Yes. She kept pushing. Mm -hmm. And she kept pushing. Yes. Hallelujah. And she made up her mind yes. that she was going to be healed. Mm -hmm. I got to hurry up. I think they said I had five more minutes back there. Yes. Hallelujah. Then the cultivation, a climate of faith for healing in Mark 9 and 22 and 23. Healing. This is a continuous prayer, and it builds faith that brings deliverance. Hallelujah. Some things only come out by praying and fasting. Then, what is easy or for healing? Pardon, being forgiven, or healing. Luke 5, 16 and 20, y'all can take this on. This is a link of healing with forgiveness evidence of certain for human need for every point human need to be forgiven yeah. then the healing of the spirit soul and body this man hallelujah that was full of the devil and luke 8 29 and 39 this man was full of the devil that he stayed in the graveyard but when jesus come by hallelujah he asked him what his name he said legion i got more devils than i can even name he said but jesus the the devils knew that jesus was coming to cast them out and so they said can i go in the swans and they went into the swans god is good hallelujah so what i want to tell you today I won't get to everything, but what I want to tell you today, the atmosphere in this place is for healing. Yes. It's for healing and deliverance. Yes. And if you need the healing and the deliverance, God is here to do it. Let's stand. Yes. Let's stand. Glory to God. Let's stand. Glory to God. Many times we have the atmosphere The Lord was at a place. The power to heal was there at this place. The atmosphere was there to heal. But the people, some just come to see what he can do. They didn't, they weren't healed. The atmosphere is there. You know the Lord would depart if you don't do nothing. He would depart if you don't make no move. And so they didn't make no move. And the friend of a man that was paralyzed on the bed and couldn't walk. They dropped him down. They had to work to get him to Jesus. Because Jesus was so, a crowd was with him. A crowd was around him. They opened up a person's house, tore the roof, and pulled him down pushed him down and Jesus healed him why 
because those that was around him just want to know what he can do. But this man come down and the friends had faith to bless him. And Jesus healed him. But Jesus told him first, some of our healing is messed up and God can't heal it because we have an unforgiving spirit. God then told us, put them people back where they was. Put them back. See, sometimes, Lord, we, we think we're going to get away with pushing you away. Don't put you back. God put some people in your life going to be your problem to the rest of your life. Come on. But you're going to have to have a spirit of forgiveness. You think you can hold it and ask the God to heal you? No. So God forgave him first. He forgave him first. And then he healed him and told him to pick up his bed. But you know, you always got somebody there talking about it. But Jesus said, what about this? Pardoning or healing? When you pardon, when he forgives you, you heal already. Hallelujah. And then everything that he have is yours. Hallelujah. So if you that one today that you've been talking to God about your healing, about your position with him about forgiving that person hallelujah that's standing in the way because forgiving him or her releases you for everything God has for you hallelujah or if you this person that God want to take care of something you've been praying for in your mind, in your spirit, and in your soul. You know, sometimes we got pet devils. I'm serious. And we don't get delivered from them. And they bothers us. They bother us. And we feel like we have the confidence to keep on playing with them. But they are a devil. I had to find out my pet devil. It's like, it can be like too much eating is a sin to you. Even though you got to eat. Come on now. I too much of anything. Too much media. You know, when you need to be spending some time with God, too much media. And that's what the saints is at. We like to look at hosts and stuff. We like to look at the preaching. But too much media. God ain't got your attention either. Hallelujah. It can be your pet devil. When you um, stressed out about something, then you just, instead of going to God and getting released in peace, you go, you go look at a Hallmark station. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All right. I suffer with some of this. Come on. I suffer myself with some of this. Glory to God. But it's all right. Glory to God. 
So I want to give you time. We may be off the clock, but you need time today because this is all about healing and deliverance. Glory to God. And I want him to give us some music. Glory to God. If you are in here and you're not saved, I want to appeal to you first. God, you know, if you don't know Christ, are you just around the saints? You need him for your personal saving. And if you want to come back to God, hallelujah, I make your, uh, you already saved. You are destiny generation to be your church. Then you need to walk out. Hallelujah. You need to walk out. You need to make a stand. We don't know what you're thinking. Hallelujah. We don't know you didn't chose us. You need to walk out. And you need to do that. And if you need, hallelujah, for us to pray, agree with you, in your faith about the healing that you got before God then we want you to walk on down here today because there's going to be some anointing going on today. Hallelujah. We want you to walk on down. Glory to God. We want you to walk out in faith and believe God going to do this thing for you. Hallelujah. Because you're going to tell somebody. Oh yeah, you're going to tell somebody. Glory to God. You're going to tell somebody about it. Glory.